The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And you've been hearing about it from uh, first thing this morning across the country and right here in Edmonton. Traffic snarled this morning. Were you caught in it? Did you have to deal with it? Maybe some fallout from it? Uh, traffic was snarled this morning by activists taking part in a global climate protest. The Walterdale Bridge shut down by a handful of protesters and that had some people fired up. I got, I got a newborn I got to feed. Let me through. I parked right there. Let me through. Let us through in one word. You know me. And I want to go to work. And I want to go to work. Yeah, I am a good person. Man, that one was fired up. That one, uh... Well, I've got some thoughts on that. Anyway, the group heading the movement known as Extinction Rebellion or XR was trying to draw attention to what they say is the climate emergency. Again, if you were stuck in this this morning, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you at 6.30, 6.30. So um, this group targeted about 60 bridges around the globe for a campaign that they have called Bridge Out. Similar protests uh, took place in London, in Germany, Australia, uh, Spain, New Zealand, Austria, the Netherlands. The Edmonton chapter of the movement said it wanted to use, quote, non-violent direct action to prevent catastrophic climate and ecological breakdown. Okay. Uh, Their protest started at 7 o'clock this morning. uh, And for just over an hour, no traffic was moving on the bridge. If you were watching it on television this morning, you saw that traffic just snaked back up those hills. And it wasn't until about mm, 70 minutes later that, uh, that police rerouted the traffic back up the hills. Uh, Edmonton police are thanking those who were inconvenienced by this morning's protest in a statement. EPS saying their first priority was to maintain public order and prevent angry drivers from approaching the protesters. So if you saw any of the video of it or maybe some of the pictures of it, whether it was on television, maybe uh, on social media, you saw that the the cars were kind of uh, almost right up to the line of the protesters. And when police showed up, the the police were in between uh, the two groups. Edmonton police went on to say a duty officer and there and there were lots of questions about this. You know, people want to know why why weren't they in there getting arrested right away? Um, in, in other uh, cities, uh, there were arrests made. Um, but EPS saying again, their first priority was maintaining public order. Uh, And then they went on to say a duty officer began negotiating a resolution. Protesters wanted to continue to block the bridge until 9 o'clock in the morning. So as as bad as it was, uh, it could have been been worse. It could have gone on for another hour or so. um, That bridge was was ultimately reopened at uh, 9 minutes after 8 o'clock. Global's Kendra Slagoski was there for the entire time. Here's her report. They assembled before 7 o'clock. Protesters, part of an international movement called Bridge Out. They refused to move for anyone. No, we have to do this. There's other ways to do it. Like what? Arm in arm, they planted themselves across Walterdale Bridge. Within minutes, rush hour traffic at a standstill. Frustrated commuters trying to get past the wall of people. You're endangering the lives by driving your car up here. No. 
or they're not making any friends. You wish that people would actually have some common sense. By the minute, the congestion got worse, snaking all the way up Walterdale and Queen Elizabeth Hills. The anger grew too. Do it during the other times with this rush hour. That one lane, block two, let us get through. Open one lane, I'll relax. Despite the pleas, no compromise. At one point, drivers tried to move the protest themselves. The group called Extinction Rebellion says it had to do this. We do regret this. None of us want to be out here. Honestly, we don't. These cars idling don't matter in the grand scheme of things. I can take all the cold showers I want and run solar all I want. It's not going to matter unless there's a, a collective solution. Some stuck on the sidelines, forced to wait out the delay, say they support the action. People need to get angry. I'm the mother of a small child, and um, this issue affects me very deeply. The goal of these protesters was to get arrested. Police didn't handcuff anybody. Instead, they rerouted traffic and negotiated an end. More than an hour after blocking the bridge, the protesters packed up. The good news is that you don't need to win everyone over. You only need about 3.5% of the population to create a systemic change. Kendall Slagoski, Global News. Uh, the cities not... around the world. Okay, I'm not... Uh, phantom voices coming through my computers this afternoon. Maybe it's a leftover from the weekend. Um, uh, 2.13, okay. Um, and, you know, I'm not surprised by my text line uh, right now. A lot of people really, really, really ticked off uh, about this. And, you know, I... I'm going to just kind of harken back to December of last year when the, um, the, uh, the you know, support our oil and our um, support our pipelines protest rolled through Nisku and around the Hende for the better part of a day. Now, um, you know, say what you will. I know some people are like, oh, they're totally different things, whatever. But the fact of the matter is on that day, um, back in December, and we, and I know, because we are, my phone lines were open for the entire afternoon, and we took phone calls from 98% of you who supported the protest, uh, who supported that one. And I'm not trying to, you know, poke the angry bear here or anything. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, you know, okay, we can, we can shut down traffic or cause major disruptions now again i think uh with the with the uh with the uh oil uh one in december and the pipelines one in december i think on the Hyundai they left one lane of traffic open but the fact of the matter was they caused disruption uh, around this city for hours on end for hours so those of you and i get it you know okay yeah jobs all of that sort of stuff it was an hour this morning. Hey, I would have been ticked off probably too if I was sitting there. Sooner or later, I just said, okay, well, I'm stuck here and I'm just going to keep moving on. But when is it okay and when is it not okay? Is it just simply because you don't agree with it? Or just because it got in your way today? And if, and if you weren't stuck on, on the hill going down to uh, the city... Then you don't really care because oh, big deal! It, it caused me no grief. It, it's just it's just interesting there. As I watch this today, um, do I think <laughs> that ticking people off is a way to generate any support whatsoever? No, I do not. Um, 
and I've said it before, there's a difference between scratching your butt and tearing a hunk out, and uh, this is tearing a hunk out. But what it does do is get people talking, doesn't it? It gets us talking on the radio. My text line is blowing up. It um, gets them coverage. And I don't know, I went to their webs, not their website, to their Twitter account today to try and figure out who these people were, what they were all about. Doesn't mean I support them, but I wanted to know more about them. And, and I think that, in the end, is if, you know, you're, you're getting that attention drawn to it, then haven't they won? Or didn't they do what they set out to do? And, and, and ticked you all off. A majority of you, anyway. There were some folks out there who were like, no, I'm okay with it. You know, we need to start doing, we need to start uh, paying attention to climate change. Depends where you are on what's, on, on, on where you sit on the issue. As we mentioned, um, you know, Edmonton, not the only place where this happened today. It's happened in, 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 uh, in cities right across the country, uh, in Halifax, in Toronto, in Vancouver. Um, when we come back, we'll head to Vancouver, where the same group shut down the Burrard Street Bridge and, and planned to do it all day, not just for an hour, but all day. We'll talk with uh, my good friend Linda Steele from CKNW right after this. So this morning, as uh, the uh, protest was happening, um, we had folks calling in to Shea and Chelsea, 630 Ched Mornings this morning. Here's a little taste of that. I just detoured around. I'm heading down, down by the university to come up because I have to, I work for the, uh, uh, I'm on the LRT expansion on uh, Jasper Ave, so okay. uh, that's where I'm headed right now. But, uh, so you managed to detour around this. Nuts? Don't they work? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't get that, man. <laughs> don't they work? Are they nuts? Well, as we talked about, these climate activists shutting uh, bridges down across the country, around the world today in Vancouver. They uh, shut down the Burrard Street Bridge today. That bridge, about 55,000 uh, vehicles a day use it. Uh, I'd like to welcome my uh, my dear friend, Linda Steele, the host of the Linda Steele Show on Global News Radio 980 in Vancouver to 6.30 chat this afternoon. Hey, Linda. Hello, my friend. Hello. Uh, yeah, it's pouring rain here. I don't know what your weather's like. Well, uh, you know, it was uh, scheduled to be 21 degrees today. We're sitting at about Ooh. 15 right now, but uh, the temperature's supposed to drop to uh, only a high of one tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you right. remember. Well, Oh, yes, I remember all too well. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? It, busy here, too, but the rain didn't stop the protesters. The Burrard Street Bridge is a huge major artery that goes into the downtown Vancouver core. Mm. And so, yeah, we knew it was coming. People were warned to stay away from it, but you still had cars being held up. And people were frustrated here, too, just like they were in Edmonton. Um, so it, one of the things that a lot of people are ticked off about here is um, saying that they weren't giving any heads up, like uh, contrary to uh, back in December when the uh, the pro-pipeline convoy went through the city for like four or five hours, they knew days in advance that it was going to happen. So um, how much notification did uh, Vancouver get about this? 
Oh, we had them on the show on Friday. Oh, wow. So okay. they sent out a letter to the police, to the city, to the media. We knew about it. We were sounding the alarm for days. So oh. really, it, you know, there were very few excuses not to know that was going on. But still, people were not happy about it. No. And so I think one of the problems here is that a lot of folks didn't know about it until this morning. It certainly wasn't as publicized as it was in Vancouver. So people ticked off there as well. I'm wondering, though, Linda, in BC, if, um, you know, the climate change, the, the folks that are, are, are um, you know, protesting for, you know, movement on climate change might get a little bit more sympathy there than they do here. I don't know about that. I'm doing a Twitter poll at Steel Talk, and right now 60% of people say they oppose the protest this way. The climate activists are saying we want to get the attention of the political leaders. I was saying, well, then go to Gatineau, Quebec, and block them from going into the leaders' debate. Mm. Um, so there are people who support them 100%. Uh, Vancouver, in particular, is a really left-leaning, environmentally conscious city. But at the same time, it is rush hour almost 24 seven around here yeah so blocking that bridge and they're still there unlike Edmonton oh. I think they were only on the Walterdale for an hour yeah like yeah well, just over yeah. an hour here they've been on the bridge since 8 30 they're still there and they plan plan on staying right through the afternoon rush hour oh. too oh my gosh so blocked has there been any arrests in Vancouver yet no, but I'll tell you what, the Vancouver police have a reputation of being pretty loose when it comes to any kind of a political protest. Or, you know, we have big pots and parties for 420 when it was illegal. So the police tend to here have a lot of leeway for people in respecting their right to protest. I don't know how long they're going to let it go. They might feel like, hey, you had the bridge all day long. We're going to get you off for the afternoon commute. I'm not sure. Oh, my gosh. People were ticked off here within five minutes. It was absolutely uh, unreal this morning. And, you know, they had to back up and, and turn around the traffic all the way back up those hills. But that's what they did. Linda, you, there's been a couple of different uh, protests out there in the past week regarding, wasn't there a big uh, a protest, a convoy of logging trucks that made their way through you know, downtown oh, yeah. last year, too, or last week? Yeah, it, they were coming in from B.C. because there's been a lot, a lot of pulp mills and uh, sawmills shutting down. And they're mad at the provincial government because they have changed stumpage rules or what have you. And people are being laid off, hundreds of people being laid off in small towns around B.C. So they came out on a giant convoy, and they did not care. They got a police escort in. Wow. So, yeah, we're a city that is known for protests. <laughs> Linda, want to thank you for this. I know it's a busy day. With You've got a lot of stuff going on there today as well. And good luck with uh, the drive home this afternoon. <laughs> The, uh, the walk home. Happily, I you. get to walk. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Have a good one. Thanks, my friend. That is Linda Steele, of course, the host of the Linda Steele Show on Global News Radio 980 in Vancouver. So think about that. The Burrard Street Bridge in Vancouver has been shut down since this morning. You thought that, what, 69 minutes this morning was a, was a pain in the ass? Think about that. Oh, my gosh. People would hear. People here would absolutely lose it. There would have, I, and I and I hate to say it. I'm sorry. I'm a hand talk, and I just hit my mic. There would have been violence. I, I, I think there would have been violence. Um, we heard, uh, you know, a couple of people this morning getting really, really uh, fired up over this. But oh my goodness, all day there, all day there, uh, in Vancouver. So uh, Chris says, you know what, Jay. I may not like what you say, but I will defend it to the death. You're right to say it like it uh don't you get it protests for things you support are good protests for things you do not support 
not good. Uh, and then a lot of you, you know, really ticked off that... Um, that the police didn't get in there and uh, and arrest those protesters. This texter says our cops are weak. The trucker should have been arrested as well that day in December, as well as these protesters today. Uh, let me know at 4960063. I do have about uh, 90 seconds or so. Um, Jay Lynn, you cannot compare the protests today to the pipeline convoy. The pipeline convoy did not outright stop traffic, but it disrupted traffic for hours. Do you not remember that day? Oh, short, short memories. Those of you who were PO'd on that day that you couldn't get somewhere, the concerns about ambulances, the concerns about babies being born, you name it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Peter's on the phone. Hey, Peter. Hello, how are you? Good. I've got about uh, 30 seconds. What's on your mind? Um, free speech to me is when you stand on the sidewalk with a sign and you're not bothering anybody. That's free. Mm. But when you interrupt people's lives and stuff like that, then you're stealing from them. So that's not free speech anymore. Peter, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. And I think, you know what, Peter kind of, you know, made, nailed a, a little bit there. I wonder what the reaction would have been. Would they have had more support if they're on the side of the road with their signs? People would have, you know, waved as they drove by or maybe did the, you know, the one finger wave as they drove by, maybe honked, maybe yelled at them. Does disrupting people, stopping them to get, uh, you know, from maybe an appointment where, wherever it is or to work, does it get does it get you anywhere? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thankful, thankful uh, that it's still not going on like it is in Vancouver.